Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages, you know who I am. My name is Monty, and today we're joined by Clifford from Alchemon. So stay tuned. Crypto nerds got something special for you today. All right, Clifford, welcome to the channel. I appreciate you stopping by. You represent Alchemon, kind of like alchemy, and I assume that's because of the evolving nature of your NFTs. You can change something into something else, which is the essence of alchemy, right? That's right. Crafting, trading. Excellent. So I, I haven't covered your project for, oh gosh, it's probably been four or five months since early stages um, when really it was just sort of the NFTs that were out and about. And there was this promise of a game that was going to come in the future. And wouldn't you know it? You're, you're a project that has followed through and delivered. You've got the beta version of your game out now. Um, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some, some cool things that are upcoming for your project. And we're going to talk about the Yieldly deal as well. Before we jump into all of that, though, for those of you who might not be familiar with your project, can you just give us a, a quick background? Give us a, a two-minute explanation of what your project is and where it came from. Okay, good. So where it came from, this is funny because that's just got... Uh uh jogged my memory uh the other day is i have a tweet back in um early august i think it was like august 4th of 2021 mm -hmm. and i uh added yieldly uh yieldly finance and i said hey give us the opportunity to stake our yieldlings for yieldly mm -hmm. um, so they had embraced you know yieldlings at that time by yeah. switch and uh that's kind of where this all started of, you know, adding utility to NFTs to be able to stake an NFT, you know, what does that look like? And that's what Alchemon was kind of born out of just a couple of weeks later. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, at that time, there really wasn't much utility for any NFTs, even even Sishbob's, you know, yieldlings, which were, you know, all the, the, the craze in Algorand at the time. Um, they didn't really have a whole lot of extra oomph behind them. Um, and so you saw a need there and you decided, hey, I, I can come up with something. I got this. Yeah. And obviously with uh, a lot of help of the community, the Algorand community, you know, there's just tons of tons of players and getting it off the ground and making it, you know, turn into what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, people like Kraken over at Rand Gallery um, mm -hmm. and AC of AlgoChain fame. Uh, they definitely helped, you know, add what utility could be added to it. And it's just kind of taken off and slowly and steadily grown since then. Okay, so the NFTs were initially available. Um, walk us through the designs for the NFTs and how many are available. Yeah, so right now there are a total of 60 Alchemon released. Uh, so they come in sets. Uh, set is 15 Alchemon. Mm -hmm. um, that consists of four commons uh, that evolve up to four uncommons that evolve up to four rares. And then with crafting, you take the first two rares and put those together and then you make an epic. And same with the third and the fourth rare. You put mm -hmm. those together and you craft them together for an epic. And then if you have two epics, uh, you can craft them into a legendary. So that's a total of 15 different assets. All these assets are multi-mint. So like, for example, in our last set four, we just minted a ton. There's like 8,000 commons and then 6,000 uncommons of each one. Mm -hmm. And then I forget the exact numbers, but leading up to the last one, which is the legendary. So there's 2,000 legendaries total. So there's um, a lot of accessibility 
in the fact that these aren't just all one of one NFTs. These are what are considered fractional NFTs. But in the gaming right. universe, we kind of more think about it as an item, you know, a single one of multiple as the general NFT world thinks of fractional NFTs as a tiny piece of something bigger. So that's mm-hmm. going to obviously be changing, you know, the more established GameFi gets and stuff like that. But that's kind of the wave we're on. We're, we're always progressing, right? So a couple of questions that sparks in. So number one, comes with a package of 15. This reminds me of like old school going to the comic book store, even like the supermarket, like checkout line where you get your Pokemon cards or you get your, um, you know, uh, uh, Magic the Gathering cards or so, something like that. But this adds the extra flavor there because it's digital. We, we've got blockchain, so we can craft two of these together to create what you called, uh, I think it was legendary, right? Yeah. So is the only way to get a legendary to to craft one, so to speak? Uh, we do lots of giveaways, but yes, to ensure you get one, you kind of have to be ready at the drop with your two mm-hmm. epics and uh, craft them together. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So you've got the um, the outline there of the, like, number one, they're just collectible in and of themselves, right? right. So they are just cool enough. I checked out the designs. They are um, ingenious. They are, they are well done. The designs are there. Um, the cards themselves operate just as a collectible. But yeah. you decided, hey, you know what? We also want to have this game that goes along with them. And we're part of the blockchain world. So obviously it's going to come into play there. So walk us through the game that got released, what, three or four weeks ago, the, the beta version. Yeah, so all you need is three uh, separate Alchemon. Um, and then you can log in. Well, first you have to download it, obviously. You have to download it on desktop, uh, Mac mm-hmm. or PC. Um, then you spin it up install it and spin it up and as long as you have three alchemon you can uh, log in create an account Mm -hmm. and uh, use your nfts in the game to battle the uh, right now it's just a computer opponent but you battle and if you win a battle you earn two alka coin Uh, right now we're in the beta phase so some things like economics and things like that will be changing over to our v1 once we Mm -hmm. get up to our version one and are you know doing the big release but mm-hmm. uh, right now, that's how it works. So in addition to having your Alchemon, you can take them in a video game and play and have some fun. Okay. So you only need three, but the package contains 15. Are a lot of these people buying on the secondary market? Or are they buying packages when they first drop? How does that? How do most people get involved? Yeah, well, when we do a release, we usually have packs. And so packs contain six cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so we sell them for 20 algo. Um, mm-hmm. And so you get six cards out of that then it's up to you to collect the rest, you know, how much you want to do. Like if you buy one pack, you can have six cards and have plenty, you know, that's plenty that anyone actually needs to play the game. Obviously there's upgrading and things like that that people want to do, collecting. Um, But yeah, there's tons of sales on the aftermarket, Um, you know, basically like, you know, set one, there was a total of 585 cards in the total Mm -hmm. mint. Um, And so, yeah, so then set two went up to like 1200 cards and then set three went up to like 6,700 cards. And now we're on set four and there's like 80,000 total mints over the 15 assets. So yeah, there's plenty out there. Um, Lots of aftermarket sales and things like that. We've done, I think close to 25,000 legitimate sales transactions on the blockchain with 25,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a small amount, my friend. That's, that's, that's pretty robust. Yeah. Um, so right now it's it's player versus computer, but you do have a player versus player upcoming, right, on the roadmap? That's right. We're working on it now. Excellent. Okay. I know that the, the community is going to look for that because, you know, like 
nothing makes you more like like get the competitive juices flowing like you beat the computer all right that's good i'll collect the <laughs> coins i'll i'll grow but you really want to like beat down your buddy <laughs> you know, like, right. let, me, let me see who's got the skill base here or the better cards or what have you so um this is the kind of thing i could see you know even tournaments happening you know player versus player kind of a thing really really getting into it in, in the future um though the website if nobody's checked out the website in, in quite a while of course i'll put the links here um but i want to screen share um the website here are we ready for that because you've got some videos there you've got um there we go the the website is is really well put together so we've got this nice teaser video that kind of comes into place here and this is real real footage of the um of the website right of the uh, the application yep yeah some things have been updated and modernized but yes this is uh as close as you get to it yeah yeah. So the community has been dying for some kind of GameFi, you know, activity. Um, Cosmic Champs came out recently. Uh, uh, Alloy's got one coming out by Reach. You guys are already up and running. And for some reason, it seems like you're kind of running, not necessarily under the radar, but not really like forefront for whatever reason. Um, I don't think you get nearly as much attention, despite the fact you have 25,000, you know, NFT swaps going on. I think that the um, community at large, it really hasn't checked this out. And maybe this video, when people see it and see the, you know, the depth of it and the, the professional of it, the professionalism of it, uh, they might go check it out and say, oh, this this really does have something going on here. Um, yeah, I mean, this has definitely been pulled all the way along by the Algorand community. So by people wanting to see things built, um, you know, we've just been going along and, you know, building what people want to see. Um, it's mm -hmm. all been community driven. Um, you know, we are wrapping up our seed round right now, but basically up to this We're looking point, at some of the, some of the base cards, I think here, right? Yep. Commons. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those are some of the common guys. Yeah. That's the trailer. Uh, as soon as you see it, here's the download game button. Mm -hmm. And I'll break down here. Here's kind of a poster of a set. So you can see there's the little common guys at the bottom, and then they upgrade to the uncommon guys in the middle, then rare. Mm -hmm. Then you can craft uh, the first two rares into epics, and then the epics craft into a legendary. And so all these have um, better stats. The higher the higher the rarity, the better stats they have in-game. Right. Um, so so do, yeah. you, do you need four commons to create a legendary? Or do you need... I, well, you, technically, you need a lot more than that. It yeah. depends on how you do it. We have free staking. Um, so you can stake a common or an uncommon. You mm -hmm. stake that for a week, and we have a bot that goes through the transactions and will send you the upgraded version. Mm. Um, and so then you need uh, two of each rare to craft up into an epic. So we have a lot of different pools of rewards. Um, so you need two of each rare to craft an epic because mm -hmm. then the... Um, from the crafting, the pools, mm -hmm. uh, two of the rares, one of each goes into the staking rewards. Mm -hmm. So when you craft an epic, other people get to stake for free. And okay. then the other two, it's a little confusing, but then the other two uh, rares, they go into the um, crafting rewards. So everything that a player uses um, when they're upgrading, they're losing their cards to craft a better card. But so there's some sacrifice involved, but hopefully there's there's a, a much bigger reward at the end of the day. Exactly. That's part of the alchemy. So you have to sacrifice what you have for something better. 
and right. then uh, but you get better um, AlkaCoin payouts each week. So we have wallet staking, and so mm -hmm. the higher rarities earn more AlkaCoin per week. So it's definitely nowhere near a total loss. You know, we definitely have a lot of people that you know love to craft up as much as possible. And then you just need one of each epic to craft a legendary, and then mm -hmm. your, your epics go back into the crafting store so other people can craft them as well. Okay. So basically, it's kind of like, you know, the higher cards you get, the more of the lower level card you're trading in to get those things. Sure. Um, but, but we have all, um, well, not for this set. This is the very first set that we released. We have, uh, I'll show you the store. So you start with Troc, uh, then you get Troctor, and then you get a Troctorsaurus. I see, I see the progression there. Okay. Yeah. So here's our store. This is set four, the set four common Zip, Puff, Dags, and Leica. Okay. Um, so we always keep these in store for five algo each. Um, mm -hmm. So if you ever need the cards to upgrade, you can buy them here and it helps you to upgrade. And so it okay. also shows... Who does uh, all the artwork, by the way? Uh, someone that's, that's their... Well, I don't know if it's their main job, but it's someone we found online that loves doing yeah. this type of work. And So you, you contracted out and said, here's, the, here's what we've got in mind. And they made your vision come to life. Exactly. Yeah. So if you take a few steps back, the evolution was something that we really wanted to see in an NFT. So mm -hmm. that's how it came to, you know, monster evolution, which is a whole, you know, its own genre at this point. Yeah. Um, so that's how what made the most sense with what we wanted to do. So that's kind of then we search for someone who, you know, has a passion for this stuff. And we've used the same artist on since day one. Yeah, I, I like the consistency there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we do have an um, artist um, who is uh, Magical. Um, he goes by Magical. He's an NFT artist. He's mm -hmm. done a bunch of our in-game art and things like that. So we actually have two artists that we go through. Magical works for us part-time along with running his own NFT projects. Okay. And uh, so he does a lot of the um, auxiliary art um, and a lot, probably 90 to 95% of the in-game art and stuff you see, like all the backgrounds. I was just going to say, like so that. somebody does the actual characters and somebody else does the, the fill-ins, the backgrounds, all of that. Yep. Excellent. Nice, nice combination there. So walk me through gameplay because I, I'm looking at the cards and I'm used to saying things like, you know, strength, defense, um, you know, you know, scores, numerical scores for that. How does this play out as far as the, the actual battle goes? Yeah, so I'll show you and all the ARC 69 metadata. We have all the stats here. So number 46, rarity common, type electric. So there's 10 different types, and mm -hmm. they each have strength and weaknesses. They have a strong strength and a weak, uh, a weak strength, if that makes sense. Like some mm -hmm. they're really good against and some they're kind of good against, and then two that they're weak against. Okay. Uh, so strength 70, health 58, speed 67, defense 55. Mm -hmm. So that um, in a vacuum doesn't, you know, doesn't really seem like much, but then we'll see the evolved version. So you'll see strength 82, health 70.5, speed 79.5, defense 68. So by upgrading, you're getting better, uh, better stats on your Alchemon. The first guy looks so nice. The second guy looks mean, like he's going to, he's going to whoop you. <laughs> like he's, he, he's fast. Look at that. All right. So he's going to headbutt you, I think, with those uh, those uh, antlers. Those, uh, an uh, I don't know, what is that? Like uh, uh, lightning oh, antlers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the the one thing that we told the artist is, like, the first one has to be cute. It has yeah. to be, like, a little pet you want to cuddle with. And then, you know, the higher it evolves, you know, the more uh, the more, the more dangerous. The more look. beast mode it goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. 
I, I like it. So um, how many players do you have right now on the platform? So right now, I think we have about... So the best metric for telling how many active people are participating in Alchemon is we just sent out, I believe it was about 2,400 uh, wallets, Alcacoin, on a weekly basis. That's been steadily growing about 50 to 75 a week. Okay. Um, so, so that's how many wallets have own Alcamon and have opted in to earning Alcacoin on a weekly basis. All right. Excellent. All right. Yeah. So we've got some, some really cool gameplay. Now, when you're you're playing against the, the computer, if you win, you win, what, two, two Alcacoins? Yeah, right now. So basically okay. in our beta, that's just a, you know, something that we put there. We kind of budgeted out how much we're willing to spend to get the data we need to um, continue to um, continue to get the information we need to update the game, find bugs and fix things and all that stuff. So okay. how, how yeah. many folks do you have working on the project right now? So we, including uh, Magical, who's part-time, and um, we have nine other full-time employees. Mm -hmm. So we have basically nine and a half employees. Okay. Um, then we have contractors who aren't like technically our employees, but are very important for what we do. Like we have a smart contract pro contractor that helps our full-time mm -hmm. smart contract developer. So we have official employees, 10, and then we probably would be safe to say they're, you know, 12 to 15 total people that the game relies on. Okay. So, well, it seems like that's a pretty good sized team. That's actually a relatively small team to put together a project like this. Um, there must have been some sleepless nights in there somewhere uh, to get everything put yeah. together. Yeah, we uh, definitely had uh, some sleepless nights. We had a lot of free work uh, in the first few months that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we back paid and things once, you know, things were going better. But we were all, you know, well, the, I would say the, first five like core people we we're all working for free for months and months mm -hmm. um, before things kind of popped off so yeah definitely a lot uh goes into it good all right and uh what about the coins so why release a token and what's the utility behind it walk us through that that process what what can i do if i win my battle i've get two of them how many battles do i need to win to actually you know make something of that yeah, so with the token, we have, um, so this started before Tiny Man, this started in August of last year, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, again, born out of uh, wanting to stake NFTs, you know, for evolutions, but not only that, but having them stake for tokens as well, mm -hmm. you know, we're just like, great, we'll create our own token and we'll give it away, you know, we... Yeah. Definitely had ideas that it might be worth something someday, but, you know, we definitely had no route to getting it to be worth something someday. You know, it was just like, we're going to do this. We're going to see what happens. Like from day yeah. one, it was we'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, we've, we still haven't sold any. Um, so we've just been giving it out to the community and, you know, we've kind of put it on their shoulders. Uh, mm -hmm. This is your job to add value to this. You know, what we do is we're building a game. We're, releasing nfts and selling them to people um mm -hmm. and it's the community's job to do this so and they definitely did that um as soon as tiny man was up you know there was pools on there and people contributing to pools so it can be tradable um, and people earn it just for holding the nfts in their wallet and wallet staking um, mm -hmm. so just by having these and basically opting in you're basically getting alcacoin every week and then you can earn more in the game um right now alcacoin is worth about two cents per AlkaCoin. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, not like anything life changing, but right now a win is worth four cents, you know? Yeah. Um, 
obviously we have a lot of plans to, you know, to increase the value of that, increase the value of playing the game. Again, we're just in our beta, so we're trying to get all the bugs out, get everything uh, working, and upgrade all the economics and things like that. Okay, good. So uh, community-driven projects. I really am a big fan because you've, you've got a wide enough base now, 2,400 wallets roughly. I think you said you've got kind of yeah. interacting, and that number is going to grow significantly with the yieldly impact, right? So. Yeah. Hopefully, a ton of those Yieldly users will become players of the game as well and get some exposure. I imagine that's what you're, you're hoping for. Um, walk us through that that thought process, though, of getting in contact with Yieldly, talking about the pools, and what getting all those extra wallets will, will mean for your project. Yeah, so we're definitely excited to be working with them. Uh, we originally met them in December for um, in Miami as mm-hmm. part of the Accelerator program. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they've had some of our NFTs as part of their giveaways and stuff like that. And we've been basically not in close communication, but we've been in communication since then of exactly, you know, when it would be right, the right time to do it. Um, and they recently just pivoted more to a GameFi, um, a GameFi setup. So they're going to be having their NFT marketplace, having GameFi assets and things like mm-hmm. that, leaning in our direction, which is awesome. So, you know, even even before, you know, me being a fan of Yieldly, there's never been like a, you know, a legitimate reason for us to be on there, you know, because we we kind of do things different. We don't normally stake our token for more of our token. We mm-hmm. sell NFTs and then you stake those for our token. So it doesn't make sense to give people more tokens. We're already getting the tokens for free. Right. So it's never really like meshed well, but then when they went the game fire route, it's like, oh yeah, we definitely got to team up. We got to make this a reality and make this happen because this is um, this is what uh, we're on the same lane now. Um, yeah. And it's either we're working against each other or working with each other. And Algorand is still at the point where everyone needs to be working together. We're all in the same. Uh, we're all in role. this together. Yeah, we're all in this together. So it's much easier to work with people than against them. So that's kind of, you know, and obviously we've wanted to work with them since day one. Yeah, Uh, We just now are in the same lane and have greater opportunities to work together. I think that most people don't realize what Yieldly's pivot is and what that means for them. They they seem incredibly undervalued just as a project themselves now. Um, And I think that it's going to take, you know, some some. I don't know, some recognition that, hey, they're working with groups like yours and a few others they have coming up um, to really like solidify them in that lane. And Cosmic Champs is kind of maybe the first step. You're you're maybe the second step. But they have this whole thing planned out. And when you talk to them and you realize like what's going on behind the scenes without without spilling too much here, they've got that whole esports thing and the tied into, um, you know, the 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 GameFi system. Um, I think it's going to be really good for for the community overall. So it's going to draw attention as they grow and kind of step into this new kind of pivot to have programs or projects like yours be attached to that. Um, so it's really symbiotic, right? Like gets you some attention, gets them some attention, it helps them solidify that position and really good timing, in my opinion, on your behalf um, when you roll into this. We just saw Cosmic Champs, their rollout with them was was relatively smooth and we saw their token value actually increase. I don't typically like to talk about um, you know, uh, token, you know, val- volume and size and, and, and value and, and those types of things, but it was a good launch for them and their value has sustained at a much higher level. And they have a lot of folks who are interested in the project now who maybe wouldn't have been interested before. 
and really yeah. getting getting that attention i think is is good um and then what the community does with the tokens afterwards what have you is is you know up to them i would love to see at some point where you know you could buy the nfts in the native currency something along those lines would, oh, would yeah. be really cool yeah you're you're totally right because um especially you know uh anorand the big game five rug you know the yeah. terrible thing that happened you know was obviously a huge disaster um mm -hmm. but not many especially token launches but not many launches on algorand have gone well and you really do have to give uh, both cosmic champs and yield the big props because they've probably had one of the most you know successful launches you know yeah. there were there still hasn't been a dump you know like you mm -hmm. know it's not just a bunch of people waiting to sell as soon as a token launches um, yeah. You know, and Yieldly definitely gets has to get a lot of props for that because, you know, they are launching them and it's mm -hmm. been the most successful launch. I totally understand there's a lot of critical eyes and I'm not saying that those people are wrong in their opinions, but, you know, you do have to give flowers when they're due. And that was a very, very successful launch. Yeah. So what's next for you? Right. You've got a, a pretty in-depth roadmap. What's the what, what gets you excited when you look at the roadmap? and You're like, this is what I can't wait to deliver. Yeah, um, let's see. The first thing is probably we have um, NFT attacks. So we don't know exactly what we're calling them yet, but the attacks in-game will be their own NFTs. Um, mm -hmm. This isn't confirmed because we don't know exactly how we're going to do it, but we really want to work out how those attacks, just like the Alchemon, will be able to evolve. So you have an attack, and then you attach it to your Alchemon, and then the more you use it, the more powerful mm -hmm. it gets. And then how do you then, as a player, take value in from your gameplay and having a better attack, and then you can do whatever you want with it as an NFT, sell it, do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the very exciting things. Uh, we're definitely going to have those ASA attacks. The whole evolving those is still up in the air of exactly how we're going to pull that off, but that's something I'm excited for. And then in addition to that, we're going to have player NFTs, that I'm really excited for. And then we want to find a way to attach everyone's game data to that. What's so a that player way. NFT? Walk me through that. I'm not familiar with that. that term so yeah, we're just calling it um, Project Alchemist is what we're calling it. So it's basically the, the alchemist. It's the person that uh, it's you okay. as a player represented in your own NFT as Got the it. owner of the Alchemon in the Alchemon universe. Okay. So it'll be a humanoid, um, you know, a humanoid piece of art that is the player represented. It's sort, it's sort of like your, your personal avatar there. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so then we want to be able to tie game data to that NFT, you know, using some mm. of these, uh, using some of these other ways that NFTs, the evolution of NFTs and how that's going along. So we want to be able to tie game data to that. So basically we want to have it. So someone who plays Alchemon, they have their, player NFT, they have their attack NFTs, and they have their Alchemon NFTs, and all of those things are owned by the player to do whatever mm -hmm. they want with. You know, mm -hmm. you can evolve them, upgrade them, resell them, you know, you can all kinds of stuff like that. That's what we're, uh, that's what I'm really excited for is basically giving every piece that um, is an asset in the game is owned by the player to do whatever they want with. Hmm. So, um, in uh, World of Warcraft, you used to hear stories about um, World of Warcraft, like farms so like they uh, like a room full of of people in um you know a, an eastern country and you know they would build up these characters and then they would sell them 
do you foresee something like that happening where people build up their NFTs or I don't know if their their avatar NFT or their game player NFT would be of value to anyone. But do you see some of that on the secondary market or do you foresee any of that happening where somebody gets a, some kind of a tactical advantage by buying like a, you know, a fully fledged legendary, you know, arsenal? Yeah, that that's definitely how we see it. We definitely want everyone to have that freedom. You know, I've definitely played mobile games where I've watched, you know, people in, you know, in my guild or whatever, or my alliance just drop thousands and thousands of dollars. And that to me mm -hmm. is like, it's psychotic for especially for something that's going to be useless in just a couple months when they release the next best character and all that stuff. yeah yeah so just yeah handing over the economics to the players and just saying everything's yours do what you want like we definitely like one of our sets we had people just buying out all the commons which was a problem we had to mint more commons the next time we minted alchemon mm. because people were interested in you know trying to corner the market you know yeah so uh, it's we've seen all kinds of crazy, interesting stuff, and the yeah, this is the whole purpose of just you know we're we're pushing the envelope. We want to see what does that look like when everything is owned by the player, and we're just building a framework for them to use these mm -hmm. assets, and the the community is building worth into these assets even more than us, which has been what's happening. You're uh, very community focused, and I love it. Um, but I didn't see any um, votes necessarily by the community. Do you have any plans for that? Or did I miss it? And there are some. Do you, will you offer some choices in the future for the community to say, okay, we want it to go in this direction or this one? Yeah, AlkaCoin is our governance token. Uh, we have another token we'll be releasing later, which is Alki Gold. Um, that will be kind of the reward uh, utility token. Mm -hmm. But right now we're just operating off of AlkaCoin and um, that is the governance token. There's only a hundred million of those. Mm -hmm. um, so that we need to still come up with a way to you know, do on-chain governance. We have some Discord votes and things like that right now. Mm -hmm. um, but we plan by Q3 to have some on-chain governance stuff. And yeah, I definitely don't want to be making all the decisions by myself. Uh, I definitely want to uh, leave it up to the community, you know, things like difficult balance changes or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I don't want to be the uh, me or Alchemon Inc., you know, the employees to be the only decision points on those things, especially when our players are the ones buying the assets and playing the game and things like that. So, yeah, we hope to, by Q3, I think it's on a roadmap to have some form of on-chain voting uh, in which everyone else can make all the tough decisions and uh, I can take a breather. <laughs> okay, good. Excellent. Um, so when you are when you are occasionally getting you know, a, a breather yourself, are there any other projects in the ecosystem that you were watching you know, how closely do you follow like, you know, Algorand governance or other, you know, uh, GameFi projects or any other NFT projects for that matter? Anything else that, that you watch out for? Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm on the lookout for everything. You know, I, my wallets, you know, I, I always try to buy one of everything, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've got, I've got all kinds of stuff in there. Um, I like the new wave of art, you know, the new wave of NFTs, like, uh, like Algomons, Hoi Poli, if I'm saying that right. There's kind mm -hmm. of like, there's the OGs, which is like uh, Yielding, mm -hmm. Gawana, um, let's see, Flemish that just had a release, all these yeah. projects. Maybe, maybe Mingos might be in there or... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all those, the, the OGs are awesome and I definitely own all those and love them all. But yeah. uh, New Wave, you know, there's definitely a new wave that's coming through that's just got some really awesome stuff and 
you know, mm-hmm. NFTs are always hit or miss, but, uh, you know, I'm just an avid collector. So I'll collect, I'll collect anything once, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe you've got a few squirrels and a couple of owls. It seems like there's a whole bunch of animals yeah. in there that, that everybody's PFP kind of rotates through. Um, oh, yeah. I like it. And there's a lot more utility coming up. Projects like yours kind of leading the way um, in as far as, you know, games go. Um, but there's a lot of other projects that are like, okay, this will get you VIP access or you can stake these NFTs or you can do something else um, along with them. And I can see that that community is going to keep growing and they're going to keep pressing the envelope, as you said earlier, on on what can happen and, and how they should be used. It's really interesting to watch. Um, and it's nice yeah. to know that, that you're a fan too, not just a business person who kind of came in here to try and make a buck. Um, you know, I imagine most people think as soon as you mint a coin, like you're automatically like, you know, crypto rich and it, it, it doesn't really work like that. Like yeah. this is really a, a passion play for you. Um, and the community needs to support you to see projects like this continue on because selling NFTs at, at five algos a pop is is not going to keep it going for long. Um, you know, we need a lot of people. You need a lot of volume to kind of keep the system going. And so you need to, to see some growth there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically what, you know, which was a conscious decision at the beginning, our, our plan of expansion. So like, you know, regular NFT projects are about, you know, exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about, you know, they're not about, but what comes in is like, you know, fear of missing out. Yeah. You know, things like that. So we didn't want those things in our project and we took a conscious effort to be like, great. So how we grow is our floor prices don't matter. We don't care about mm-hmm. floor prices. We're sticking them at five algo and they're stuck there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, while while we still have the cards to sell. Um, so we've always known that our way out, our way of making, uh, you know, being successful is just by getting more and more users, you know, using our nostalgia, using, you know, what our strengths are and just have as many people as possible included. And with our, you know, low barrier to entry, that's possible. So that's always been our business plan is we need more people. We need more people. It's our job to get more. And that's what we've been doing. Okay. End of the year. How many users are you going to have on the, on the platform? Yeah. If I had to guess, let's see. I don't see why it wouldn't be over 10,000. Um, I mean, obviously, if a bear market goes all year, that's I'd probably hope to say 5,000. But let's say we see some uh, crypto excitement from the general public this summer, uh, this, you know, leading into next year, I'd say easily 10,000. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not even scared of a bear market for a project like yours because it feels like, you know what, if, if uh, Algorand, you know, starts to dip or some of these other ASAs, like, the NFTs themselves, like people get instant utility from that because it's just like investing in a video game or some yeah. other form of entertainment. Except in this case, like there's no there's no losing your money, really, so to speak. Like you always know what the floor is going to be. As long as you're selling them, you, you're always going to if you're combining, there's a secondary market. You could always liquidate if you needed to. But in the, in the meantime, you get to have some entertainment. Yeah. You know? People pay, you know, 30 bucks a month plus for streaming services, um, a video game, you know, subscriptions now. Uh, why not invest, you know, 15, 20 dollars US fiat to get, you know, six of these things, um, something along those lines and and have fun and in perpetuity. Like you can just swap those six in and out and grow them and uh, you can get hours and hours of entertainment. So uh, I don't see any reason why, why your, your base would you know, uh, be severely impacted by a bear market other than maybe just not as many fresh eyes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fresh eyes is the only issue. Like, yeah, we definitely, we try to put the entertainment aspect 
into even just having the little you know common cards and evolving and upgrading and stuff and the video game is just more and more entertainment on top of that and that's definitely uh what we try to do and we're just going to keep you know pushing that envelope keep finding more utility keep adding on adding on and building all right well i'll be watching you uh-